We are at uh, six minutes after eight o'clock yet here on AM 550 FM 99.9 WSAU online at WSAU.com as well. We welcome the attorney back in studio. I am WSAU News Director Mike Leishner. He is a state planner, Alan Haugum. And hey, it's a, it's an impromptu show. It came together, what, at uh, like 10 o'clock or so on Friday? Yeah, we're going to call it the 11th hour. Yeah. Is, is, uh, and, uh, you know, we do what we can. We, we will do whatever we need to for this listening audience, Mike. Indeed. Is, is that the legal term, by the way, the 11th hour? I believe so. I think that is uh, defined. And uh, if we have to, we're going to define it today, put little air quotes around it, okay. and uh, say that we'll do anything to uh, appease and, and, and support this, uh, uh, the viewership. And yeah, we'll do it at the end if we have to. Indeed, indeed. He is uh, Alan Halgum. Again, we are making financial sense here on AM 550, FM 99.9 WSAU and online at WSAU.com as well. Taking your phone calls at 715-845-2155. And uh, Alan, I, I, again, I, I kind of asked you tongue-in-cheek last time we were in here like this. You know, what has changed in the uh, world of estate uh, planning and things like that? You know, so I guess, again, tongue-in-cheek. You know, what has changed since the uh, the last time that we talked? You know, I think the the attitudes have changed, Mike. And, you know, if you say, well, what's changed? I mean, yeah, we've had some seismic things happen in, uh, uh, you know, the state of Wisconsin federally, you know, all over the place. You know, in, in, in all aspects of the news and politics and, and sports and, and all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think for the legal side, uh, the change happens slowly. But it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's slowly, 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 and then all at once. And it's. I think that's the the type of thing that we get um, just from clients, you know, and we'll talk about it. A lot of times when we come into the show, we'll talk about things that have have happened recently and and what are we seeing in the office. And I would say uh, uh, some of it is the just the the education side of of what you can do and, and what you should do. And I think the should is maybe in subjective. You know, mm-hmm. if someone says, what what should I do, you know, for my legal part of it? And I say, you know what? It doesn't matter what I think. Uh, it doesn't matter what I know or all kinds of ideas that I would have. It, it has to kind of anchor back to your goals. And different people have different goals, but I would say the common ones are continue to be. You know, always, you know, can we make this stuff easier? Can we make it less expensive? Can we make it less hassle? You know, nobody ever comes in the office. I always joke about it with clients. Nobody has ever come into my office and said, you know what we want to do? If anything ever happens to us, we want to make this more complicated and more <laughs> expensive and more difficult for kids. Right. We want more money to go to the government. Can mm-hmm. you figure that one out? Like, never heard that. Never will hear that. So it's really the opposite. And I think, so that's the thread that's common. The The threats to it, uh, the threats to your money and the threats to to that plan, to making it easy and fast and, and economical have changed. So so really, that's what we try to focus on. Yeah. And uh, it, like you said, it, things tend to change. They do so very slowly, of course. Uh, there, there are many theories on why that happens, especially in the... Uh, in the uh, Wisconsin Capitol. Uh, we will leave that at that for now, though, uh, for one reason or another. But once uh, once it does switch, you know, it, once that switch does flip on, I believe it's like June 1st, July 1st, whenever it is, new laws do go into effect in, in whatever area. You've got to have yourself pretty well versed in whatever it is because it, everything was okay the day before. Now, all of a sudden, it's not. Right, and we have, you know, the, the July 1st, you know, sometimes the the budget triggers this, and and you say, yep. So July first, you know, our biennial budget is, is a, a famous one. Although, I would say for for our area, the tax laws tend to uh, fluctuate 
you know, on July 1st, you know, every year or every other year. We just have to keep an eye on it. It doesn't always change in big ways. Sometimes it's a little more subtle. I would say for us, we we used to get certain things on July 1st and they flipped to January 1st. So now it's almost, it's like the clock, you know, the, the calendar has mm-hmm. multiple different uh, uh, kind of time frames. Uh, when we get to the easy things, you know, where someone says, hey, I want to draft a will and say, great, we want to get that in there where I just want to make sure my stuff, you know, if my goal is, is I want my stuff to go to this particular person or this group of people and this is the person I want to be in charge of it. Can I? Can we accomplish that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it doesn't happen if, unless you put pen to paper. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, "Well, I did this. I did this. I think it's all covered." You say, you know, you, you might have covered the bank accounts and the the four hundred one k at work, but we want everything covered. Good. We can we can get that done. The next person says, "Well, I want to make sure it all goes to the right people. Uh, I want this person in charge of it, but I want to make it easier." You know, I don't want this to go through the courthouse. Uh, everyone's always surprised. It mm-hmm. it, it is. It's, you know, we're, I'm, I don't even know, 23, 24, 25 years into it. I kind of stopped counting. Once, once you get past a certain time frame. <laughs> yeah, said, right. You know, what, what's, what's another I'm getting year? there myself I'm as enjoying. well. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Get a little experience. But the, uh, but, but, you know, the, I, I think the part of it where, you know, when we, we talk to people, it is one. And one of the things about this show is just to say, you know, you can choose, you know, the, the method, you know, not only the people and who's going to receive it, who's going to do the work, but the method. And if someone says, well, I drafted a will to avoid probate, is a very common thing we hear. And, and, and we always remind people that a will goes through probate. Every will, to use it, to actually read it and operate it and, and, and effectuate whatever it says, has to go through the probate court. Probate is just probate court. It's the courthouse. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I would say it is a, a longer process that costs more. And people, you know, look back in horror and shock, and they say, wait a minute, look, takes longer and costs more. That's not my goal. <laughs> exactly. I say, all right. So we can, ha- we can give the same things to the same people and have the same person that you choose to be in charge, uh, but avoid the courthouse. We can make it take less time and cost less money. And they go, I'm listening. You know, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the things that have changed since then, since the last even few years, have been the tax. You know, when you give your retirement account, when you give your 401k plan and your 403b and your deferred comp or your IRAs, just that whole group of, of tax-qualified retirement accounts, uh, when you give those to people you're not married to, then, you know, children think, or it could be nieces and nephews or grandkids or whomever it is, uh, up until 2020, that you could stretch that tax out over this long life expectancy calculation. And... You say, well, wait a minute, uh, you know, someone's got to pay a tax on that, right? Yep, someone has to pay a tax on that. Either, you know, if you're an adult and you retire, you have to pay the tax over, you know, when you, they make you take it out uh, slowly. If you if you pass away and you haven't taken it all out, it goes to whoever your beneficiaries are and they have to pay the tax on it. But you get to choose because up until 2020, you could let your beneficiaries, and a lot of times this is the next generation, regardless of how they're related or who they are, this next generation has to pay the tax, but they pay it very slowly over this long life expectancy calculation. And in 2020, they accelerated that. And they said all of the tax has to be paid up front in the first 10 years. So if you name someone as a beneficiary, you have to pay all the tax up front. And if you pull out a calculator or a spreadsheet or Excel or whatever it is you want to use, and you calculate the tax, it is a massive change. It is tens of thousands of extra dollars in tax, and in some cases more, some cases a hundred thousand. And you think that can't be possible. That can't be possible. And you say, well, think about, 
You know, if I have to pay something very slowly, I have to pay just a, a couple of dollars a year for, for decades, or it all has to come up front. And sometimes when you pay it up front, the, the beneficiary is still in their working career. You know, they're still in the back half of their working career in the highest tax brackets because they're at their highest salaries. You know, they're more experienced toward the end of their career. So just things like that. So we'll just say, it's your choice. Do you want to, to pay more tax or less tax? Because if you plan for it ahead of time, you can get better tax treatment than just the pay it all in 10 years. And you yeah. go, huh. Yeah, indeed. And it's another thing with that you might not think about is you don't know what the tax laws or the tax percentages are going to be at the end of that term. So maybe somebody might say, I think taxes are going to go up a little bit. Maybe I'm better off paying it all up front and then just not worrying about it for the rest of the uh, term. You're right. And I think that's where uh, I think no matter who you talk to about this, you know, your estate planning attorney or your elder law or asset protection attorney, make sure they, they have a good relationship with your financial advisor, with your CPA. It's important because, Mike, you are exactly right. You kind of hit on something that we don't talk a lot about. But it's, it's you know, if, if, if two generations are going to pay this tax, uh, and you know that for sure, then maybe we do a little tax planning across two generations. So if someone is retired and they say, I'm retired, I don't have a regular salary, I have, you know, my the money coming into my house is much less. It's more Social Security and a little bit from the 401k plan distributions. But the person, if I ever pass away, the person I'm giving it to is in the heart of their career. Maybe they're, you know, they're, they're in a, a, an employment where they, they get paid more. Well, wait, if one of us is going to pay tax on this and I'm in a much lower tax bracket, does it pay to wait and just, just stack it up, stack it up, stack it up and give it to the person in the higher tax bracket? And again, you know, maybe talk to the financial advisor, talk to the CPA it doesn't mean you're giving the next generation any of that money any sooner. Don't don't do that. You spend it. Mm-hmm. If if you're retired and it's your retirement account, take extra cruises. You know, I, I always say one extra piece of fish on Friday night. You know, spend that money. It's <laughs> exactly. yours. Exactly. You earned it. But but if you say one of you is going to pay the tax, is there a way that more money can stay in your family, multi generational family? Less money gets sent to Madison and Washington, and and you know it it just hits the goals. It just makes more sense. He is Alan Helgum. We're making financial sense on AM 550, FM 99.9, WSAU, and online at WSAU.com as well. As always, we do have time for your phone calls at 715-845-2155. We'll be back with more after this. 19 minutes after 8 o'clock here on AM 550, FM 99.9, WSAU, and online at WSAU.com as well. Overcast skies outside, uh, looking for a daytime high near 78 or so today. We've got a la- one last blast of summer before things start to cool down by the middle of next week. Alan Halgum joining us in studio for Making Financial Sense today. Uh, Alan, I guess now is the uh, time in the program. Uh, actually, not quite yet, as we do have somebody calling at 715-845-2155. We'll get to the talk of the legal aspect of the Damian Lillard trade coming up here in uh, in just a bit. The estate planning side of that. Exactly, sure. exactly. But first, uh, good after, or good morning, I should say. You're on Making Financial Sense. Who are we talking to today? Yes, good morning. This is Lori. Good morning, Lori. Hey, I was. you're actually a perfect time for the question I have. Okay. So... Um, my mother-in-law is was in an assisted living where she paid for her care. Now she's in a skilled facility, and her long-term insurance is picking up most of her care. Good. And 
she has some, at the time, our financial advisor said take it from, to pay for her regular assisted living out of her. Oh, you got to help me with this one. There's unqualified and qualified monies and IRAs and the money she has. And so the one that she would have to pay tax on to take it out because she, you know, is showing that she's got all this medical need. Right, correct. Okay, which one is it? Can you tell me is it qualified or unqualified? Yeah, so the, uh, Lori, the way this is, and maybe for the listeners too, um, all investments, you know, they fall into what we call qualified versus non-qualified. Yes. Unqualified would be um, maybe uh, uh, some of the, Oh, I don't know. Some of the coaches the Bucks had in the '70s, so that would be unqualified. <laughs> okay, but but now currently for investments, it's yeah. So qualified means it's and Lori, what it is is tax qualified. It's probably a better way to put it. Okay. So for IRAs and 401ks and, and 403bs and all of those types of things, they would say that they give you some tax benefit. So it is tax qualified. Now in some cases you don't have to pay tax up front, um, or or while it's invested, but when you take it out, you pay all the tax for Roth. Right. Uh, accounts, mm-hmm. you pay all mm-hmm. the tax up front and you never pay it again. So those are the tax right. qualifications. For the non-qualified, it, I always think of it as just like checkbook money. You know, you have okay. extra money in the checkbook. And I, I understand that not everybody has, you know, lots of extra money in the checkbook. But what if you had an extra three or four or $5,000 in the checkbook and you said, you know what, instead of getting, you know, whatever the percentage is at the bank, I'm going to put it into a mutual fund. Well, you can. But that money goes into the mutual fund and you have to pay tax on the dividends every year. And then, you know, when you, whenever you sell it, you pay the, ta- the ca- tax on a capital gain. You pay the tax on the growth. So the mm-hmm. non-qualified just means you pay a little bit of tax every year, even though it stays in the account. Um, and, and you say, well, okay. And I think in a lot of cases, and it sounds like your mother-in-law is one of those, that people have both. And I think it's good and healthy to have both because you can kind of manage your tax. Now, okay. for medical expenses, like your mother-in-law was facing, mm-hmm. when... Uh, when you, when you take money out, sometimes people uh, will say, well, I'm going to take money out of the non-qualified because the tax is a little bit less uh, because of how our tax structure is set up. So when I take it out, there's a little bit less tax than if I took it out of my qualified 401k, IRA, 403b type accounts. Mm-hmm. But, but what happens is when you have medical expenses and when you have big medical expenses like assisted living, a skilled nursing facility and skilled nursing facility SNF for our listeners really means nursing home. So that's what we would, uh, that's, there's a synonymous. So assisted living or nursing home, um, qual- they count as, uh, medical expenses. So even though it's housing and, and it's all kinds of things roll into that, but those are medical expenses. So what people like to do is, is if you have high medical expenses, you can get a, a deduction for that. Now there's some certain floors and there's some 10% floors and different things. And, and you know, as um, as Mike has pointed out, our tax laws have changed through the years, and that's one of them, you know, the qualifications for that. But, but if you have high medical expenses, you can take a deduction. So sometimes what people do is they will match up taking money out of their qualified accounts, 401ks, IRAs, the, the tax qualified or the qualified accounts, in the same years when they have high medical expenses because then they can match up the extra income taking money out of the qualified accounts mm-hmm. with the extra deductions for all these medical expenses. So I would guess, and without without knowing the rest of her tax situation, um, I would guess that uh, the advice would be to take it out of those qualified accounts um, during the years when the medical expense is high. Yes, that's what I think 
I'm 99% sure that's what my financial advisor helped me with. Yeah. That, but I just couldn't remember, like, when the money is distributed after she passed, then the qualifying one, whoever it's distributed to, that is taxed Correct. to them, but the unqualified is non-taxed. The, is yeah, I would say... The way to think of it, Lori, is the non-qualified is non-taxed at death. That's okay. At death. Okay. So, yeah, you're right about that. Okay. So, so then, now now that she's in the skilled nursing home, I'm still taking money out monthly for her as if she was in the assisted living. Okay? Sure. And putting it from her un... No, Qualified None. account. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it, which one she does, and taking it out of the, that one. Yeah. And putting it into her savings. Oh, sure. And yeah. um, but we're not using that. We're getting an insurance check every month. Is that considered income? So like you're it, talking about her long-term care insurance or her nursing yes. home insurance? Well, first yeah. of all, you know, um, hats off to your mother-in-law for purchasing long-term care insurance. I know. This um, is thirty. Right. I, I was going to say, how many years ago was it? I'm guessing more than 20, just <laughs> yes. because. And and to be fair, we love long-term care insurance uh, because it's it's it covers certain expenses or some portion of the expense yeah. when um, when there's a real huge need. So th- yeah. that matches up. The problem is long-term care insurance, and, and any financial advisor will tell you this, or any insurance professional too, long-term care insurance for any coverage which is meaningful by the time you will need it is so mm-hmm. extraordinarily expensive yeah. that there's some sticker shock. So if your, yeah. your mother-in-law had it, I say hats off to her. She is forward thinking, but, mm-hmm. but it's the type of thing where, uh, yeah, I think the insurance proceeds that come in are not income. Those are just, that's just a check oh. that, that comes in. You put it in the checking account. Um, sometimes you, you can report it to the IRS when she files a tax return. So they know uh-huh. about it you know, they like to know about everything, but, right. uh, but there's no tax due on that. For the for the the investment accounts that come out, there are differing right. levels of tax depending on on where it's invested, though. So I, I keep track of it, give it to the CPA, and I think it might be a good idea. Sometimes get together with the CPA, you know, in July or August or September or something like yeah. that, and just say, hey, here's where we are. You know, what what makes sense? Where should I take money out of for the rest of the year? Because what's what's going to give us the best tax benefit? Um, financial advisor, CPA, you know, make sure that they're right. on board. Okay, well, she actually is one of your clients. Oh, is that right? And they did this years ago. My mother and father-in-law did. And um, because, you know, what she gets now is like half what it costs to stay in a nursing home. Right. You know, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, well, fantastic, Lori. I mean, you could call any day of the week, and you choose (laughs) to do it on Saturday and and help to educate the public. Well, that's a a tip of the cap to you, Lori. Well done. I just... I just didn't want her to get all that tax on the qualified this year Correct. and then get taxed on the yes what we're paying. The yeah, there's definitely a better way to do that. You know, and um, and you still can, Lori, and uh, if she is a client, um, or even if she isn't a client, you know, it doesn't matter. Yes. We have uh-huh. we have a, a few people in our office. We have a, a, about three people in our office who, who work on these types of things full time. And there right. is a, a better way to do it. You know, especially even for the people who don't have long-term care insurance, which is the right. vast majority of the population yep. does not yep. have any long-term care insurance. You know, really what ends up happening is the state has an, an exceptionally detailed set of rules for this, um, a Byzantine set of rules, some might say, that 
uh, I think are so complicated, people sort of just throw up their hands and say, you know what, just take it. Just whatever. Here, state of Wisconsin, just take whatever you want. But there is a way that you can keep more. And, and the rules are a little bit different for assisted living versus skilled nursing facility, you know, assisted living versus nursing home. Mm-hmm. But, but there's a way where even if someone doesn't have long-term care insurance and they are spending down those assets that um, we'll do the math for them. And we just say, Hey, mm-hmm. if you just, we'll do the math for you for free. I mean, just give us mm-hmm. the numbers. I don't even care what someone's name is. It doesn't have to be a client. Right. It can be a client of somewhere else, but, but just, we will calculate the numbers as to how much you could protect even if you never did any planning ahead of time, um, you know, is there anything you can do while someone is literally in a nursing home or has been in one for a couple of years? Mm-hmm. doesn't matter because sometimes, you know, they don't realize that they don't have to spend everything right down to zero if they do the legal work to protect some of it. Um, right. It's not as good as doing it ahead of time. But even mm-hmm. at that, even at that 11th hour, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you, you can protect a pretty significant amount. Um, and you just have to know the rules and knowing the rules is, is, is a challenge. So uh, literally uh-huh. that's why we have some people that do it full time. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank well, you, Lori. Sense to me. Thank you so much. No, have a great day. All right. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Bye. Again, thanks for the call. 715-845-2155 is the number to call if you have a question for Alan. And, uh, you know, Alan there obviously, as you, as you said, uh, kind of, this is exactly the kind of call that we're looking for. Something right. that's going to educate uh, the public for me a real world scenario, a scenario in which obviously is implied in there, your office has actually seen it and handled. And as you mentioned, a lot of the specifics of that, that's exactly why you want somebody who has been in this position, has handled these situations and who knows what the rules are to make sure that you are uh, getting the most out of whatever situation it is you're in. You know, I analogize this to the financial advisor. People say, well, why, why do I need a financial advisor? Can I just do this on the internet? You know, there's all kinds of websites. I the see internet that, knows, I see the right? green arrow when I, every time I watch TV and they tell me about my number. Well, <laughs> you know, the, the reason is this is the first time, especially, you know, as someone's getting closer to retirement and they say, you know what, I, I just don't know. Like, I don't know how much do I take out? How do I do it? What's the right rule? What's the this? Where do I put it? And I say, you've never retired before. You know, your financial advisor uh, has retired a thousand times. So they know how this works. They know all the things to do and not do and, and what to look out for and what to be careful for. That's why you get a professional. It is so worth it. A, a, a good financial advisor is just literally worth their weight in gold. In some cases, you know, the uh, really. Mm-hmm. But, and I think the same thing for someone who needs long-term care is in families, they'll say, this. we don't understand these rules. And don't, don't feel bad. It seems like very few people understand these rules. You know, we've never done this before. It's so overwhelming. This has completely turned our family upside down, our family dynamic. You know, the people we used to lean on, um, our finances are just getting destroyed. Um, we don't know what to do. Well, you've never done it before. You know, we have, you know, Kat at our office. She does it five times a week. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right. guess what? Guess who knows the rules? Kat. You know, when we talk about it, she will tell you things that that seemingly you would never have guessed. And, and some of them, to be fair, are... Um, counterintuitive. Like they don't make any sense whatsoever. If, if you're writing this, you'd say, well, how does that make sense? But the state says, here's what you can do to protect. Here's what you can't do. And there's a calculation. And I could probably count on one hand the number of people that uh, I've ever met who are really comfortable with it. Um, and and you say, well, why can't we just do that, do that calculation and then give it to someone and they can say, I didn't know you could do that. I really had no idea. Good. Well, now you do, and now you can you can keep more money in the family, or you can give your mother-in-law a 
you know, better care or you can, and it's just, it really is eye-opening. Mm-hmm. So. 715-845-2155 is the number to call. We'll be back with more with Alan after this on WSAU. And there it is. Yeah, we can confirm. The Bucks are coming to WSAU this the season. The Bucks are coming. Indeed. Yep. Yes. WSAU. We will have the games for That's you good. here. Uh, as long as there's no other conflicts yeah. with uh, Badgers or uh, things like that. But, yes, we will have the games for you here on WSAU starting this season. A lot of reason to be excited there. Making financial sense as we're wrapping up another uh, edition here on AM 550, FM 99.9 WSAU and online at WSAU.com as well. I'm WSAU News Director Mike Leishner. He's Alan Halgum. Uh, Alan, again, an episode that kind of came together uh, very quickly on Friday afternoon. Uh, Merle, on a fishing trip, we've seen the photos. There are fish that have been caught. There are there are fish photos. I yes. Yes, we assume anyway. They could have been very good Photoshop jobs. I as mean, well, you, you but, never know in the day of AI, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, if, if if that's a company that can produce photos that realistic, I'd be investing in it. Indeed, so. indeed. So, either yes. way, you win. And and Merle can tell you how to invest. <laughs> sure, he in will it. tell you. Either in the fish or in the AI company. Indeed. Definitely. And then, of course, after you have invested in that company and you make all kinds of money, you will go to Alan (laughs) and you will say, how do I protect this? And Alan, what will be your next question then? It really is. um, What are your goals? Yeah, what are your goals? And, and, And what things do you want to do? And I always think, you know, when we talk about this too, and people say, what are my goals? Well, I don't know. Not everyone has written goals. You know, newsflash, news director Mike Mm -hmm. Leisner, not everyone has written goals. I always think it's good to have them. But you can see them and tell people about them. But not everyone does. So that's part of what we formulate. You know, we have a lot of people come in and say, I don't know. I have no idea. In fact, I'll bet most people don't know what their goals are. Mm-hmm. And they say, what should they be? So we'll talk about them and say, well, here are some things that you can do. If you don't do anything, by the way, if you just have, uh, as you said, I drafted a will years ago and uh, I, I put, you know, my loved one's names on the beneficiary forms at work and they're on the payable on death designation at the bank. I think we're good, right? Everything's good. And I say, well, if if something happens to you, or I, realistically, it's a when something happens to all of us, of course, mm-hmm. that here's how this will work. You know, this is the process that will take place uh, if and, and I guess when something happens to you. And is that okay? And when someone takes a look at it and kind of pauses and says, yeah, that's completely fine. But what what could we do? It might be fine, but here's what you could do. If you did it this way, here's the benefit to either you or your spouse or the people you're giving things to. And if you look at that and say, oh, well, I like that. That's better for them. That's less tax that our family pays to the state of Wisconsin and the federal government. Now, I know, Mike, the government needs some tax money to operate. We, we need a couple dollars, mm-hmm. and I am not opposed to paying tax. So don't, I'm not, I'm not in that camp. We, we pay the tax. I just want to pay the appropriate tax. I want to pay... The, what's actually appropriate. And, and some might say, I want to pay the least amount of legal tax. We're not doing anything outside the bounds here. We're not hiding anything. We're never deceiving anything. We're playing by the rules. But but just like a CPA would say, here is here are all the deductions you qualify for. Do you want to take those deductions? And you'd say, yes, 100% mm-hmm. of the time, I want to take all the deductions I qualify for. Same thing when we talk about, um, you know, if you pass away, do you want this to be uh, very little cost, in some cases zero cost, or do you want to pay a probate filing fee to the county or to Madison? Well, I don't know. Would you rather pay it or not? And you go, well, I'd rather not. Okay, that's completely fine, completely legal. We'll do it this way. Um, would you like to give things to your children or, or people 
in a way that is subject to divorce if they get divorced at any time in the future. And someone says, well, I hope they never get divorced. And I will, I hope not too. I don't, I've never even met them and I hope they don't get divorced. I hope nobody gets divorced. But, but somewhere out there, someone will unexpectedly. And do you want your life savings to go to someone else's family that you would not have chosen? Um, and if you say no, we can protect it. If you say yes, I do want to give it to those people. Mm-hmm. Well, then name your son-in-law or daughter-in-law as a beneficiary directly and just save everybody the trouble. Um, <laughs> sure. You go, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. Say, okay. Um, you know, the next part is really the protecting it part. Do you want to protect um, any of your assets? And if someone says yes, um, I want to pay. Sometimes people say, I want to pay for my care. But, you know, they, the, the way the, some of the long-term care cost structures are set up, you're really paying for, you know, three people. You know, is it really cost? You know, the nursing home, the cost of nursing home care, is it 11000 or 12000 or now up to fifteen and sixteen, depending on, not in not in the very central Wisconsin area, but some of the outer areas of Wisconsin. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, what we find out is you're probably not paying for your care alone. You're paying for two people or three people. So is there a way that we can protect all of our assets and only pay for my care? Or can I keep my investment assets, non-qualified, qualified, the house, the farm, the cottage, all those things. Um, but the, the facility gets my Social Security. Okay. They can take my Social Security, but they can't take my house. Can we do that? So when someone says, I don't have a lot of goals, oftentimes what we'll do is we'll just walk through who's your family. You know, just like give us a little bit of a background on them. And then here's a list of what you could do. And then you get to pick, you know, what would mm-hmm. you like to do? And, and it's kind of refreshing. You know, it's mm-hmm. one where you say, I didn't know that before. It's a little empowering, really, um, just because, the as we talked about, the rules for these things, the state statutes and regulations are, are so difficult to just get through that it really does become a full-time job and uh, some might say a career. Uh, Indeed, that uh, that that can help people with it. So. And and again, that is why you are here on That's making it. financial sense on AM five fifty FM ninety nine nine WSAU. Alan, uh, if some we have sparked an idea in somebody, and they want to start these conversations, sure. how do they get a hold of you this week? Well, we have uh, I would say we have physical offices in in Wausau is the primary office. We have an office in Rhinelander, but the, the easiest way of the phone number for either. Is area code 715 843-5001, 843-5001. Or the internet has a little more information at haugumlaw.com. H-O-U-G-U-M-L-A-W. Haugumlaw.com. Well, Alan, we always appreciate the time. I always appreciate you pinch hitting for Merle Kelch. It's, uh, it's whenever, a pleasure, Mike. My yes, pleasure. Whenever Merle decides that he doesn't want to show up, <laughs> which he's the boss, so he has control over that. We'll be back with Merle next week here on Making Financial Sense on WSAU. In the meantime, later today, or excuse me, not Minnesota Twins baseball. That was another life for me. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers baseball, your Central Division champions taking on the Chicago Cubs. We'll have the coverage later tonight starting at 535 here on WSAU. Fox News headlines coming up next.